Good morning. It is Monday, October 19th, 7.50 a.m. I hope y'all had a good week. I know I did. It's been a very, very busy week. Constant work. A tiny bit more downtime than last week. And I mean a tiny bit more. Um, today is the anniversary, the two-year anniversary of the podcast. Um, so yeah, I've been doing this thing for about two years. And this will be the 104th episode, I believe. I mean, there's probably give or take a few in either direction and not including bonus podcasts. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy to present this to you guys, <laughs> whatever this is. And thank you so much to everyone who's listening. I'm going to give a big old shout out to you guys and uh, send me a text if I forget your name or forget to include your name. I will include you in next week's podcast. So here goes. All right. So we have Irina, Donnell, Anne, Amisha, Claire, Taylor, Leah, Burke, Tori, Dave, Jesse in LA, Rita, Sunny, Nate, Merrill, Francis, Heidi. Jason, Kelsey, Daniela, Sarah, Amanda, Paulina, uh, <laughs> um, there are many more, um, but those are those that's everyone that I can remember off the top of my head. Oh, Maya. Ellie. Okay, that's that's all I've got for now. I know that there's probably some more, but I think that I've got everyone that listens to the podcast. So hello to everyone. I love you. Thank you so much for being the ears that receive the hot air. Um, It's a, I don't, well, we're coming out of a new moon and as you guys probably already know, um, it's a really good time to set intentions and it's pretty easy to do there. It's nothing to be intimidated by basically what you do, you want coming in and then what you want going out. So two different lists. So I did that. I didn't do my normal ritual because I was so exhausted I basically work from the time I wake up until I am too tired to lift the needle and thread. I'm just, I just work my ass off. So what I did though, is I'd made a list. Um, my house, my kitchen was bulging with fabric and sewing and art supplies. My front room was bulging with books and also Andrew's table for the books and I just, I really wanted my house back, you know, so I made a list of things to do on Sunday morning 
before my photo shoot. And then I did the things on the list. And let me tell you, that felt so good. I threw out four trash bags of utter crap. I got rid of a pinata that I have no room for. I already have a pin. I have two pinatas in my kitchen and I wanted another one, but you know what? There just wasn't room. So I put that on the curb and of course some, everybody, you know, somebody took all of this stuff. So it wasn't like, you know, it's going to be like stepped on or anything. Um, yeah, I just got rid of so much stuff and it felt so good. Um, the front room is in shoppable order because, you know, one of the things about the pandemic is, you know, you don't have any people over. And so I definitely don't have people over to shop anymore, but I need to prepare myself for when it is in shoppable or, you know, when people can come over to shop again, and I can have people shop. Um, I'm also getting ready for a giant sale on the day after Thanksgiving, I have two sales a year, day after Thanksgiving and day after Christmas. Um, and so I have things, I have all those things bagged and organized and ready for that sale, which is a huge relief. I can just wake up and get it going. So yeah, that felt really, really good. I finished a sweater. It was so hot it was like 95 degrees on Saturday. That is wicked hot, okay, for San Francisco. Um, but yeah, sewing on thick cashmere in the heat, um, <laughs> it was like a little bit miserable. So I just, I paced it out a lot. So it took me a couple extra days to finish what would normally take me only a few days. Um, I am going to make an imperial crown. And by that, you know, the kind that looks kind of like a muffin top or like the kind like that Burger King would wear or Queen Elizabeth. Um, I'm going to make an imperial crown. I got a huge amount of pearls from Katie. Um, if you are looking for raw materials to work with, she has a bunch. Uh, get in touch with me and I will connect you with Katie. Um, so yeah, I got so many beautiful pearls and I want, and I got some dried rosebuds and I want to make one out of like pearls and rosebuds. And then the top of the crown will have a cross on it. Um, just to kind of give it that look, you know? Um, so that's what I've got in the works. I'm making a color blocked Renaissance style dress that's made out of silk. And then I'm making a cocoon robe. So like a cocoon coat. So you can wear, actually wear it as a jacket if you want, but it's, it's made out of a silk robe. And so it's, it, you can actually just wear it as a robe too. So those are my projects. Um, I'm probably going to organize my altar slash vanity today and organize all my pearls. But yeah, it's a good good day ahead. Um, shipping, of course. Ugh. But grateful for the sales. Um, 
Saturday, there was a, quote, free speech rally in downtown. It was in front of the United Nations Plaza, and I believe it was about 40 conservative people, some of them members of the Proud Boys, etc., um, but it was actually overtaken by counter protesters, numbering about 150. Um, and from what I read is that they punched the leader of the free speech rally in the face and knocked out a couple of his teeth. His name is Philip Anderson. He is a black man. And he's also a Trump supporter from Texas. He came up from Texas to do this rally. And now I I just got through looking at all the forums and everything. And it's a shit show on the conservative side, um, on the MAGA side. They're saying we need to arm ourselves against Antifa even though Antifa is not an organization, it just stands for (laughs) anti-fascism. And even though I do not condone violence and especially punching someone in the face and knocking out their teeth, um, I do feel that when you come into a city that has basically been cooped up inside (laughs) and is, and basically hates Donald Trump, um, you will be at severe risk of getting punched in the face. I'm just going to say it. Um, it, (laughs) it's just, I'm glad that it wasn't held at Dolores Park because it actually was going to be held at Dolores Park. And I think if that happened, there would have probably been a riot or something. Downtown, it's not as populated like on the weekends, you know, especially nowadays. Um, There's homeless people. Um, But yeah, I... I think it's kind of funny that they were making such that the that they're even having the rally for this free speech when the people that they're defending do not want free speech. They want to control the media and what the media says. They convolute and distort and conflate the truth. And they seek to turn our nation into a fascist dictatorship, which also does not control, which also has control over our amendments, our first and second amendments. It's kind of ironic that they're in such great defense of it. The freedom that they are defending is very specific in that they basically want anyone anywhere 
to be able to say hate speech and to provide protection for hate groups. And it's another distortion. That's not the freedom that our, that our grandpas fought for. You know, it just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. I'm glad that it got shut down. That punch in the face is going to cost people who are anti-fascist next time they protest because next time there is any kind of protest and there will be one, anyone out there will be targeted with actual weapons and that sort of thing. Um, so I do not can I do not believe that knocking someone's teeth out is the answer. Um, however, I love that video or that one, like Nazi with the high and tight haircut got his got punched in the nose. That was funny. That was funny. Oh my god! Sometimes I will go and just like watch that fucking video because he's such a pompous. Oh, <laughs> you know, um, this weird, ill-fitting tight suit, like, and his stupid, like, Hitler youth haircut. Like, yeah, he didn't get any, you know, he wasn't really hurt. He wasn't injured. His teeth were not knocked out. It was just the way, I think also he was just bloviating and he got interrupted. Um, I will admit, I think that's really funny. Um. So anyway, on the same day, on Saturday, um, there was a big, it's not really a convention when they do this, but it's kind of like a, a takeover of the mission where all the lowriders get together and they slowly drive their cars down 24th Street. And I love it. Um, it's people from all over Northern California and people that live in the mission, you know, that are able to take their lowriders out of the garage and, you know, show them off a bit. There are some beautiful cars. Oh, my God. I think my favorite car is this, like, Studebaker-type car. And it is painted, like, ter- different shades of terracotta and mint green. And it is just... It's like something out of of a cartoon, like a beautifully drawn cartoon. Um, and then there were some real beaters. Um, like maybe people that were just getting started with their low rider. And, um, (laughs) I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. Join them, join them, you know? Um, but they, some of them were, were not even like, they were just like rusted out Buicks and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, at least it's in the the GM family, um, lots of great Chevys. At one point I was taking a break from my work and I had my glass of wine and I was standing out on like the patio area. It was around 9 45 PM. So things were winding down and there was a, um, there were, there's, there were two cars. There was a Chevy Impala that was cherry red 
And then there was just a plain old Chevy. It might have even been in like a rental car. Um, and they were parked next to each other. And the women who were in the car, they were standing outside the car. Both cars had their right front door open, which is really interesting. I thought, well, maybe it's a lowrider thing. And then the husbands were sitting in their car, sitting in their cars while the women were talking. And, you know, I just uh, listened into the conversation. And it was very interesting to me. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm a nosy person, but I am a good listener. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, one of them was probably well-preserved early 50s. She was wearing a long dress, long black dress with a with pink hibiscus flowers all over it. And then her husband was wearing a red Hawaiian shirt to match the car with white hibiscus flowers. So obviously they had coordinated their outfits. And the husband had his hair, hairs, his remaining hair is slicked back into a small ponytail. Um, and then the other guy in the the black Chevy rental type car, he was wearing a white tank top, black dickies, and he w had his head shaved bald. Um, and then his wife or girlfriend, I think girlfriend, was wearing a very low cut tank top with a floral pattern. And it was just, you know, Jane Mansfield style cleavage, just pendulous bosoms and a very short set of denim shorts. Um, so anyway, so the, the women were talking and the cleavagey one in the tank top, she said, you know, I am a certified real estate agent. I have licensing not only in California, but in Florida Texas and Georgia. And then the woman in the Hawaiian print dress was like, oh, that's great. That's great. Good for you. And then the lady in the tank top said, I have worked so hard to get where I am. And then the lady in the f Hawaiian floral print dress said, Oh, yes, it takes years just to even get a little bit of anything these days. And, you know, I, you know, I'm, my kids are grown, I think she said. And then the lady in the tank top said, you got to have a good counterpart. It's, it's so important. You need a good counterpart. And I hope that, he, I hope that he treats you right. Um, which I thought was kind of funny because obviously the couple wearing the, the matching clothes and they had probably been married for like 30 years were obviously very happy with each other. Um, and then the lady in the tank top said, like, my boyfriend... He asked me where I was going, and I told him that I was going to go pick up my son from another marriage. And he said, 
Well, let's go. Let's take him somewhere nice. Isn't that great? And then the lady in the dress with the Hawaiian print said, Yes, that is great. <laughs> and then they said, It was really nice meeting you. I'm so glad that we got to talk. And then the lady in the tank top said, Yes, it was great to meet you too. We got to stick together. And then the lady in the Hawaiian print dress got in the car and her husband was looking on his iTunes, on his phone, for the perfect salsa music mix. And so as they drove off, the music trailed down the alley. Um, and I saw them kissing each other as the, as he was driving. So he was like kind of, he was a real smooth operator. He was like, had the music and they had the outfits and the cherry red Nova and, you know, turning out of the the driveway of the parking lot and kissing each other. I was like, okay, they know what they're doing. And then the woman in the tank top got in the black rental type car and her boyfriend just like sped off as fast as possible and she didn't get a kiss. So anyway, that was kind of a mundane observation, but I was there for the entire thing. I just like to observe things sometimes. And I just think the interactions between humans are so endlessly fascinating. There's so many different combinations of people out there. And I really appreciate how different everyone is from each other. I appreciate individuality so much. Oh, God, I have got to get started on shipping. I need coffee. Me and Arena, last night, we went to Esperpento and had a bunch of, I had some red wine, and she had some um, sparkling wine. And we had a couple tapas. It was, it was very, you know, it was good. <laughs> We had a lot of fun. We talked for a long time. It was great to catch up with her. Esper Pinto is funny because it's like you don't exactly crave the food. But Porto Alegre was closed and it was so packed on Valencia Street. It's a good option. Um, but yeah, we had grilled mushrooms, mussels, some shrimps, and some potatoes. Um yeah, they're fine. It's fine. You know, um, their wine prices are really good and they give you a large amount. And then after meeting up with Arena, I rode my bike for a long time. It was just so nice out finally. And I just listened to Dolly Parton and rode my bike in the darkness and it felt really good. And then I came home. All right. I hope y'all have a great week. Thank you so much for your support for the past two years. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye.